Welcome to the Rise to the Challenge podcast. Join me today. She's a singer and songwriter. It's Lindsay. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing so good. We're so excited to have you on the show to talk about your rise to the challenge. What we like to do with all of our guests is go right to the beginning. Talk about where you're from and what did you like doing growing up? Yeah. Um, well, I grew up I grew up in a small town in Texas. Growing up, I always found myself gravitated towards like the arts, whether it's from like drawing, sketching, painting, always found myself at the kitchen table, plugged into earphones, blaring music, just kind of like having my own little world to be creative in. Was there a certain type of art that you preferred over the rest? I honestly, it's like whatever I could get my hands on. So like I would literally just pull out my backpack and dump it all on there from like crayons, pencils, markers, pens to like the the charcoal that you use that are different colors. Oh. Like, <laughs> See, I wish I was that creative. Like what, art for me, I was lucky to make a sculpture that actually didn't fall apart at the end of the day. <laughs> Wow. Did you always want to do podcasting? I did. Actually, I wanted to do a sports one, not an interview base. So I always told myself I'm going to be a game show host. So I'm kind of doing hosting in my own way. But I just liked learning about people. We'll talk about your music. But when you're putting those earbuds in, what were you listening to at a young age? Hmm. I always like listen to like older rock music and like I would say more evanescency cinematic stuff but then I think growing up I would also listen to like like pop or like Imagine Dragons that had that cool like innovative sounds to it I just or like soothing stuff like the Lumineers or Mumford and Sons okay uh, just kind of like whatever I was feeling that day that kind of helped me like, draw out like whatever I was inspired by What's like certain items from maybe like Evanescence was catching your eye? Because Evanescence growing up for me was such a hit and everyone was listening to them. For you, what was that? Well, I first heard them whenever I was little, like small little girl in a tutu. I did a recital and my teacher did this solo. And like, I still see it today. Like that, like is a moment that like, I kind of, felt like I wanted to do music because I just saw her dance and you just could feel her inside the music and I was like I want to create something like that like to be able to create an experience or when you listen to something you you see it you don't just hear it you know mm-hmm. so that kind of gravitated towards like what I loved about her was that the cinematic the felt like t- like transportation into this like whole new world did you have a favorite song from them? Well, the girl that danced to, she danced to My Immortal, which was pretty much, I feel like everyone's top song. Like, I went to a concert a few years back, and, like, everyone was, like, waiting, just waiting for her to get out on the piano and start playing it. It's such an iconic song, even if you aren't a fan of, like, slow pace. Like, you, mm-hmm. when you hear the beginning, you know it's that song. Because, see, yeah. I'm the opposite. I liked Bring Me to Life. Oh, that one's good Which one. is the complete opposite of music so good. style. No, it's so good. I watched an interview a few uh, weeks back where she was, like, talking about it and stuff. And it's it's really cool just to kind of, like, see the people that you love and, like, get inspired by. Like, how they talk about how when they were going through the process and when they were deciding whether what songs to put out and stuff. And it's just really cool. 
Did your parents ever influence you on music at all? <laughs> uh, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I, well, okay. So growing up, I always listened to like country music or something uh, like George Strait and Alan Jackson, just all those kind of country songs. Like we had like a festival that was like for rice and like country music was always around. I have no clue how I turned out like this. <laughs> <laughs> But see, you talked about that where you had your own persona and own music and how you weren't so on that stereotype where I have to listen to this type, especially when you think of Texas, country music. But there's so much more than that. And I think that's what's great about music now is no matter where you live, someone is interested in something different than the next person. And so for you finding the interest in the music you liked, that's awesome because you are finding something you enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't know how I found it, but it's just when you do and you know it's the right thing, like how you knew podcasting or, or interviewing, however that may seem, like you just, when you feel it's the right fit, like you're, you get excited because that's so rare that people find that thing that makes them happy, you know? As you're getting older, did you have anyone that was a motivator for you, inspiration in your life? Yeah. Um, Growing up, I was super into my faith, and especially now, um, God has always been super, super big inspiration, especially because this set of songs that I released, it was derived from a time where I felt hopeless, and that really, like, sparked this whole entire thing. Uh, I found strength in him, and, and my sister, she is my best friend, and she has been there for me always, and so those two are just like the greatest inspiration like for me to just keep going and, and why I do what I do. Talk about that bond you have with your sister. You mentioned that she's a huge yeah. supporter of you. Talk about that bond. Um, well, it's crazy. She's like six years older than me, uh, but she's like my best friend. We are always together. It's interesting because I feel like sometimes people talk about how um, – like, oh, you're siblings, like, you have to be best friends, which is not the case. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You definitely get to choose or not, like, if you are best friends or not, and we are 100%, like, best friends. It's it's great because I think that you need people that you can trust in this world, and I can honestly say that, like, I, I can trust her with anything, you know? Were you able to bond over the same things, or did you guys have your unique likings, but you kind of did the same things together to learn even more about the other's interests? Yeah, um, I think it's kind of both. We are complete opposite, but then we have, like, similarities. Like, we both love music. Like, mm-hmm. we write together. We um, we just enjoy going to shows together. It's just it's such a bonding thing. And when we're, the differences we have, it helps us to bounce ideas off of. And just, like, I don't know. It, it's really cool. <laughs> Did you always have music as that career path or what was that dream job for you? Yeah, I think growing up in such a small, like such a small town, um, when you, we would be asked, like, what did you see for the future? I never thought that music could be something that I could choose. So I would always just make up an answer, like be a teacher or I think at one point I said a firefighter because I just went off the cuff. I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> um, but I think uh, about two years ago, because I was going to college for a couple of years and 
I just generally did not know until um, I think everyone kind of like shut down for COVID and I was singing uh, music at worship and stuff. And I was like, I want to do this. Like, this makes me happy. Like I'm over here like writing music and just, I was like, okay, I'm just going to take the lead. So I moved from Texas to Nashville and I just decided to do this. And it's just, it's exciting because I didn't know that this is something that was a thing. You know, I know how crazy that sounds because people do it, but yeah, I didn't know always. I knew music made me happy mm-hmm. and like, I like, always felt very artistic where like I make the graphic designs and stuff for all my music, um, like the music cover art and stuff I do. So being able to tie in elements from that and like creating music, it's just, it's the best. <laughs> what were you going to college for? as that kind of play, it almost like a placeholder to find yeah. what that next path for you was. Honestly, I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> like every year I changed it. Um, I would just, I would just take math courses. I know how strange that is. Cause like most people are like, why would you take a thousand different math classes? But <laughs> like in Calc three, like I still had no major. Like it, I was like my third year in college, like, I randomly selected education because I was like, right, that seems normal. I don't know. Maybe I'll do art teacher or something. But then I was like, no, that's absolutely not it. But yeah, I just kept taking math classes. Was there not options for music available at that college? Or did you ever think about that at a college? Yeah, uh, I never thought about it. I don't I don't think the college I went to, they uh, had a program for music. It was more like uh, agricultural or like education that kind of focused. It was nothing like really musical, like here in Nashville or anything. Um, but yeah, once I like made that decision, I made the decision like two weeks before like re-enrollment and I was no a week before re-enrollment. Like it was super quick. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm doing this. <laughs> and I'm like, it's been great. Cause like my sister was super supported from like, since I was little, like, she was like, Lindsay, like, you should do music, but I got so scared, because naturally, I'm an introverted person, um, so it, it was, like, more focus on me, no, thank you, <laughs> but I think as I discovered that music was what made me happy, I was like, okay, I was like, then it grew with the confidence of, like, this makes me happy, I'm just gonna put it out there and see what happens, you know, kind of thing. Were you, besides your sister, were you worried about other people maybe saying, maybe this isn't the right decision? Maybe go to college, finish that out, get that backup plan just in case. Yeah, no, I had a lot of that. (laughs) I had a lot of, uh, are you sure? Like, there's like the stability there. That's not a thing that, you know, everyone wants stability and they're like, this is not stable. And I'm like, but what is stable? (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, I had a lot of people like, uh, like friends, family, all that, like everyone was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's the right thing though. And it, it truly has been the right thing. Like since I got here, I just felt peace, you know, whenever you make like a decision and you like, for me, I, I prayed about it for a really long time. Cause I was like, this is scary. Like I'm dropping out I'm doing something, but there's an over overwhelming likeness is like this is a, the right thing like you should go down the path even though it's so much narrower it's going to be worth it so especially nowadays where you ha- a lot of people know what they want to do they just maybe don't know the first steps and you yeah. went with your instinct and said this is something <laughs> I enjoy and a lot of times you want to do a job that is fun 
because who wants to do something for 30 years and hate what they're doing every day? You love music. That's what you want to do for as long as you want to, or you might find other passion projects at the same time. So you got to go and do what you want nowadays. Yeah, honestly, I think so much of this generation is completely different. I think like our fathers or grandfathers generation, they would get a job and then like wait till retirement to do what you love. And I think it flipped so much recently in the past, like six years or so. And like now people are really like strongly deciding I'm going to choose happiness. I'm going to choose that route. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to go and do the unknown and see what happens. You know, sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't, but you'll never know if you don't take that leap, you know? You talked at the beginning of your music journey, you were doing it to express yourselves because you were going through a time in your life that maybe it was dark or a different atmosphere was happening. Talk about that moment and how did music help you? Yeah. Um, About a couple years ago, I, well, I battled with depression for so long and it got really, really bad where I was just, I just locked myself in my room, like lights out, like barely had any contact with anyone. Um, it was really crazy to think about now how such different, like my head is. And the song really like derived from that state of mind where I felt so helpless. Like I was just completely like nothing was there anymore. And it was my cry for help. I think asking for help is the hardest thing it is the first step and it's the hardest first step to ever take and I was just writing this and I was crying out and I wrote this as a poem originally uh that's kind of like where most of my songs derive from and I was just like read it to my sister and she was like okay we're gonna get you some help and we started reading together like the Bible and we got me into therapy um, and just really built the foundation. So that way, whenever those times where those demons really were attacking, um, I was able to combat it with truth, you know, and be like, no, that's a lie. This is truth. Like there are people that love me, even though my mind tells me every day that like you're alone, you know, and that's kind of like where this, whole journey started with especially like this first song was so important where I was felt like this was the beginning of everything so the next four ones of this project out of the ashes um all go around a storyline of kind of like the things I had to overcome whether it was like knowing now my mind and going into new friendships and can I trust myself? Can I trust them? Like, how does this going to work? And, and like, there were stumbles where I was like, Oh, <laughs> that was wrong path. <laughs> and like, had to like redirect, but, but learning from that. And the last one is kind of talking about how like my eyes are now open and I see life so differently now that I'm on the other side of that dark, darkness where it's like that layer underneath the layer that people like really feel when they're really there. Um, but yeah, that's where it kind of all came from. Was this five song series that you did a great healthy way for you? Because, and you think about it, when people are listening to your lyrics and stuff, they might be able to connect certain things maybe that they are going through. And that Mm -hmm. is a way for them to kind of 
use that as motivation or inspiration in their lives? Yeah, I think that I, as I wrote this, it was so in the moment of writing it, it helped me like process, you know, Mm -hmm. and some of them were like split in half. So like I wrote it when I was in it and then I had to like look it away for a little bit. And then I like finished it whenever I was on the other side of it. So it's this really cool perspective, like looking at something where you wrote something like you're in the mess of it and then you're able to write the other half of it where you're like on the other side of it. And it's so, it feels like hope, you know, like, cause I think there's so many people that think that there isn't hope from whatever they may be struggling with, whether it's like addiction, abuse, I know depression, anxiety, whatever it may be, like these things, they can be overcame. And I think so much we decide, okay, this is who I am. I have depression. I have anxiety. Like this is the situation I'm in, in a relationship or family, whatever it may be. I can't leave this person. I can't overcome it. Like I'm in it. I'm stuck. But that's not the case. You really, you can. And it takes, you know, an army, you know, you can't do it alone. Has this been a way to help you be able to speak about what you're going through and be more open to maybe friends, family that maybe didn't know what was going on? Yeah, um, it really has been. I think I did talk about it, but when you don't understand your emotions and what they mean and you believe all the feelings you're feeling and you don't realize that a lot of them were lies um, (laughs) and how to process. I didn't know how to explain what I was feeling and how those things were really affecting me. So whenever they heard the song or they see the music video, they're like, I'm sorry, are you okay? And I'm like, no, like I'm good now. (laughs) Like that was me then. Like I promise I'm okay. And it's been an interesting like journey being able to like talk about things. And I've had people come up to me like that I just met like here and they'll tell me their stories and it's really inspiring to kind of like know that this is like opening up a conversation. Cause I think that tough things are hard to talk about, but you know, it's good to, you know, I totally agree with that. And I always say you might be going through something, but there's always maybe someone out there that might be going through something similar. And there's so many different forums to use to be able to talk to people like that. And I think for my story, talking to someone that's going through the same thing, I learned so much more from that mm-hmm. because we both understand what that challenge is that we're going. And we basically both rise to the challenge at the same time. And so for you, when you're mentioning that people are coming up to you, sharing their story, and you're having those conversations, you both are rising to the challenge and making a huge difference in this community. Yeah, thanks. I it's really inspiring to kind of feel like I chose the right thing and like seeing these little tiny like connections with people. That's what it's about, like helping others and, and like showing them that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Like people so many times, like, like I can't see it. It was like, it takes only a spark. And even if it's the smallest little thing, it is there and helping someone like realize that and just sitting down with people and like expressing that and hopefully through listening to my music, someone hears something and they do resonate with it. And they're like, whoa, okay. They're, they've been there. Maybe I can, you know, get past this and, and speak out and, and ask for help, you know? You recently had a new single, Save Me. Talk mm-hmm. about the creation of that. Yeah. Um, 
Well, it was the first song I've ever really written. Uh, I went into the studio about a year and a half ago, and it was the first ever studio I've ever been in. And it was crazy to kind of just have that like mic and stuff. And it's a little intimidating. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's kind of like you're like, I chose this. Okay, we should be able to sing in a little mic, you know, kind of thing. But it's so cool to be around people that love music the way you do. And being around people that are like crazy talented um, and have like an ear for things that I don't even hear, you know, and, and learning from them. And it's so inspiring to like start to learn things. Cause like, it feels like school, you know, when you're at school and you're like learning things and you're like, mm, I don't know if I want to listen, but now I'm like, okay, I would love to learn that. I'll learn this. Yeah. But, and then like last June, we did a music video for save me, which was incredible. We, made all this cgi cgi fire with like all these light bulbs like and people on the street were like calling the house they're like i think your house is on fire like, no, <laughs> it's just production like we swear it's light bulbs like there's no fire any of that and it's insane um it was so fun because like i said before i'm naturally like an introverted person and like being in front of the camera like for so many years i was so away from it like social media all that stuff like i just didn't at all touch it maybe like once a year or something and so being in front of that it was it was crazy because as I was walking through the rooms in which I created like the bedroom I recreated my bedroom that I had uh back home and kind of depicted it as like a disaster zone kind of thing and walking through it and like feeling those feelings that I felt uh when I was creating this was really special because I felt that but I also knew that I overcame that. And it was such a cool kind of like parallel, but it's been really great. And I released Save Me last uh, in October and it's been super exciting so far. <laughs> Something that a lot of guests realize is it kind of full circles. You talked about younger, you, you were creative. You love the artistic side and yeah. music videos are definitely one of those opportunities where you get to feel that artistic come out. Was that an important part where you got to play a role in what it looks like instead of having someone else do it for you, trying to picture everything that you wanted to create in the music video? Yeah, no, it was exciting. I mean, honestly, I had a tapestry in my living room and I just took it, <laughs> took like um, like a box cutter and some knives and we just like slashed it up to make it look like a scary movie kind of like thing, like as if it's abandoned. A lot of the stuff... uh was we got to like room design me and my sister um and like some of the background you can see little tiny easter eggs that what i'm going to use in like other videos and other songs and stuff so if people like look back they're like oh i saw that there or i saw that there like doing little easter eggs it's been really fun to be able to create that because when you see something in your head and like being able to put it out into like reality is like really cool. I loved working with um, the director, Isaac. He understood what I was talking about. He loved the the song. He was like, whenever you hear someone get excited over what you made, I was like, he was asking me things. I was like, honestly, I was like, if you see something, like I'll totally roll with it because it's being somewhat, seeing someone be, being inspired by your song and seeing their creation is exciting. Because I'm like, okay, well, I get excited when I see this. So, like, okay, if you're getting excited over this, I'm like, oh, I'm all ears. Like, let's go for it. I'll do whatever. <laughs> so, it was really fun. 
What has been the reaction from people listening to their songs? Are they kind of having the same thought of what you were trying to express in the song? Or are they coming from a different point of view, thinking it completely different than maybe how you thought the song was going to be expressed? Yeah. Um, So far, I think that there's been a mix. I think that there's been like a, like a good stream, like where they understand, like I'm, I'm saying like there is a hope in it, but I think that some people think that I'm still in it, which can be like confusing. I mean, granted, I am singing <laughs> the the words that I'm saying. Um, so I just explain to them uh, why and stuff. And it's also like opens up more communication, which is, which is something I never really got to do at the beginning of it. So I'm excited to be able to like finally be able to talk about it. And um, but yeah, so far people, people were understanding the message, which is really exciting. Cause whenever you write something, you're like, I hope this gets through. <laughs> I hope that, I hope the message is clear. And, and so far it's been, it's been clear. <laughs> it just shows nowadays everyone thinks different or they can look at so- the same sentence or something and completely have different point of views or different yeah. ideas. And then you think, how did you have that idea? And then they explain and you're like, okay, I can see it, which can always be a good thing. But like you yeah. said, with singers, they sometimes want a certain message to come across. But if it doesn't, you kind mm-hmm. of look at, well, how did you get to that idea or that thought? Mm-hmm. And then it helps prepare for that next song. What is next for you in your singing career? Do you have new songs ready to go for the new year, ready to be produced and things like that? Yeah, well, with these next four songs that are coming up, I have them already all recorded, produced, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm just making sure that each song has their own identity. Um, with all the like cover art and everything, it's gonna be released, they're all released as singles, but they all have that red line that kind of like ties them all in together from like the animation, the coloration of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really exciting. I am working on like right now. I I'm always like being like several steps ahead. So there we are working on um, the new batch of songs, which is really cool because I write in the season, in the season, <laughs> in, the, in the season I'm in. So wherever I'm going through, I, I start to write like it's just something that's very therapeutic. So right now I'm kind of going through stuff. So I, I write and I, I think it'd be really cool to have those batch, but right now I'm working on releasing and, timing with the other ones which is really exciting because I want Save Me to have its own little um, section of time and then goes into the next one just to kind of like make sure that they all have their like time to shine. (laughs) Thinking ahead do you have a dream stage you want to perform on Hmm. or an event that you want to perform at? Yeah, no, honestly, I think it'd be really cool to like perform in Houston, which is kind of like around the area I'm from. So like performing there and like there's like this small little place and it's like called like the Ford Arena. It's like super small. And I used to go to Hot Hearts there, um, which is like this thing that like all the churches around go to. And I always like went and it's just to see someone that looks like me be up there. It was so rare, you know, and being able to like talk and speak and be that for someone that may not know that there are artists that also believe in God that looks like not necessarily like um so preppy I guess <laughs> um that look a little darker um 
it would be really cool to do kind of like make it all kind of come full circle you talked about identity as something where you mentioned just recently that there's not someone like you that represents what you're or where you come from and things like that is that something special to you to show that you don't have to be that stereotype you be who you want to be dressed look anything like that and be who you are and not what someone else is supposed to tell you how to be yeah I think that fitting in a box was never really my thing um I am a Christian but I think that when it comes to sound I didn't feel like I needed to fit into like the CCM like kind of bubble of like when it comes to like sounds and music and stuff like that I got drawn to like the darker things and like Evanescence, it has that cinematic sound and, and Imagine Dragons with that new innovative sound and kind of like mashing the two and making my own. And um, I feel like I haven't heard anyone kind of like do this. And that doesn't mean there isn't anyone out there, but growing up, I never heard anyone like that. And that's like, if I had that, it'd be like, Whoa, okay. That's super inspiring, you know, because I always thought that there was a certain specific way, like, people hear things, you know, like, okay, this is Christian music. This is alternative music. This is this, 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 there's always like a certain lane and to be able to kind of like almost in my way, create my own lane is, is exciting. I love hearing that, that you are going to be authentic to who you are and what you want to create, because that's so important. I always love when people tell me how I'm supposed to do something and I go, well, I'll do it how I want to do it because (laughs) I'm the person that's doing it. And you're yeah. the one that's in the studio writing the songs and everything. You're, and if you work with other people, you're going to collab, but still have that true identity to who you are. And that's so important. I love hearing that you are doing that. Oh, thank you. The final question I'll ask you, for someone that's listening to this interview based on your journey and experience, what tips or advice would you give them to overcome obstacles, accomplish their goals, and rise to the challenge? Yeah. Um, hmm. I think that in some ways, I feel like people tend to affect like your mindset. And there's going to be a lot of people that are going to tell you you can't do something. Um, but not believe. Sorry, there's like a buzz. <laughs> <laughs> not like believing them and just in listening to, you know, for me, it's God, like hearing that his voice and um, just knowing there is truth and there is light out there and you can do things, not deciding on what other people tell you to do, you know, because there, there is some amazing things out there and you should take some chances. Well, Lindsay, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about your rise to the challenge. You're inspiring so many people and we're excited to see what the future looks like for you. Thank you. It was great being here. Tune in next time to hear my next guest talk about their rise to the challenge. Remember to follow and subscribe on all major audio platforms. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel to see the full-length episode and video format. What path will you take to accomplish your goals? You decide.